just having a chat here with uh, Kevin Letiek um, from Brasserie Brittany's in France, one of our very good customers, um, who's kind enough to sort of um, participate in this sort of Q&A session. Um, he's, um, he's a very good proponent of, of UK grown hops and especially our development hops. So he was one of the first people that came to mind that I should ask to sort of participate in, in this podcast. So if you don't mind, um, Kevin, if you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us where you're located. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, I'm very, uh, very pleased to, to be with you today. Uh, and uh, so my, as you said, I'm, I'm, I'm from uh, France, Brittany, the west part of France. And uh, I, um, I'm 33 uh, years old and I run a, a brewery uh, and I work on my own actually uh, in this brewery uh, since two years, uh, for, two, for two years now. So um, yeah, like you said, I, um, I, uh, I brew uh, with almost ex exclusively uh, British hops, 95% maybe of British hops. So uh, I'm a very big fan of, uh, of British ales and real ales. Uh, so I really often go to the UK and uh, to try to get some uh, inspiration. Super, super. So um, if we sort of fo follow some of the sort of questions we have. So, I mean, one of the questions, what is your favorite hop, which I know is a very difficult question to answer, but but in your opinion, what, what is your favorite hop you like working with? Uh, as you said, it's always a tricky question uh, because uh, every every hop, hop has, has uh, its uh, interest. But uh, I, as I said, I use uh, almost exclusively uh, British, uh, British hops in, in my biz from uh, Target to, to Arlequin to through Challenger and Fargo's and so on, so um, so I, I it's hard to to just pick one of them, but I have to to admit that I love the the East Can Golding uh, for its uh, versatility. Uh, for I think uh, every British brewer or uh, brewer bring British sized beers like me. Uh, the AKG is your kind of your uh, your most loyal assistant uh, because it fulfills every need you have in terms of aroma, uh, in terms of uh, uh, balance, uh, real, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it allows so many combinations as well with uh, other hops with a more uh, resinous green profile or floral fruity profile. So I like it very much for, for that reason, because um, you you can, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's a good, always a good start. For, for an English type of ale, uh, in my in my case, it's my kind of my uh, mediator. Um, uh, so I I think I owe it so much. But uh, this being said, um, I have discovered with the um, with the British hop development program a lot of astonishing hop, hops like uh, Jest, uh, Holicana, uh, Mystic Archer, and so on. Harlequin was the last and was really brilliant as well. Uh, with a more fruit, fruity profile uh, and very nice for dry hopping as well. Uh, so I think they're brilliant as well because it's kind of a mix between uh, long heritage uh, British hops and modern hops. So uh, you need to to uh, to to keep on. Uh, you know, uh, you need to to, to follow the um, the evolution of uh, the the industry of the brewing industry and these kind of hops are. Are a delight for for us or for everybody. I think. Yeah, yeah I think um, Goldings is a great hop. It's a great base um, to to develop hop character on top of if you use it as your as your sort of um, your, your base hop character uh, or even on its own. 
Um, I think um, when I started at Charles Sparrow um, nearly 10 years ago, I just found Admiral, um, which was an order variety, which never really made it here. And I, so I was suggesting that people trying to get um, uh, an orangey marmalade character, sort of blend Goldings, in, sorry, spicy orange characters, blend um, Goldings for the spiciness with, with Admiral for the orange character. And I think quite a few breweries had some success with that. Um, obviously, palettes have moved on a bit, but even even with these new world style beers, Goldings, I think, can add. Great yeah. base hot character to the beer, and then from there, whatever you have on top will then just come alive and really sing. So um, I, I wouldn't disagree. I also like Bramley Cross, I have to say. But I, I like yeah. that. on the on the rub when you rub a Bramley Cross, you get a real almost American character to it. So um, it doesn't always come through in the beers, but I think they tend to go into malt malt forward beers rather than mm. hoppy characters of beers. So I'm there. And how do the French? Um, how does the French market receive your your English style beers and your um, the the English hopped beers? Uh, quite good actually because um, we uh, I think I think France um, maybe not ignored uh, British beers but uh, didn't have a very good uh, knowledge of of the British beers so uh, the people were quite you know uh, curious uh, to 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 taste it at first and uh, um, we've been uh, overwhelmed by uh, uh, American type IPAs and, and, and so I think. Uh, even if it, uh, in, maybe in the in the nineties uh, in France, uh, people discovered hops with mm. the the IPAs, uh, but uh, I think m- most of them got a little bit bored with it. So, so uh, so it was quite well received, and uh, and uh, um, you know I still try to uh, to communicate uh, on it, and uh, you know it's yeah it works quite well. Yeah, so I, I mean, I know Normandy it, it has quite a big cider production uh, orig- um, history. Is it the same in Brittany? Is it big cider there as well, or is that more north? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, to be, you know, if if you want to, to make it quite simple, you, Normandy and Brittany were um, beer ciders makers, and yeah. uh, the south and the east of France, of course, uh, wine makers. But uh, today. Uh, beer is everywhere in the country, like um, most countries, mm. uh, like in the UK or uh, everywhere. But uh, um, you still have a strong, um, a strong tradition of uh, cider making yeah, in Britain. Yeah. Uh, but beer is, is, is growing and going to overtake that, yes? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it has uh, already done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah excellent. Excellent. Um, so, I mean, then we move on from hops to sort of, you've, again, an almost impossible question to answer. Your favorite beer? Yeah, <laughs> that's a tricky one because uh, you know it's not the first time I've been asked this question. But um, each time you you realize that it depends on the context and uh, the environment you're in. Mm. Uh, moment you, you you taste the beer, so maybe uh, sometimes I, I tasted some average to honest beers, but uh, that's brilliant because I was in the right place for the right person and right pub so um but i, I think I, um i'd go for um sussex best uh from harvey's mm. uh um, i really liked it, this one and i i still re- remember uh, where i was when i first uh, tried it uh, uh i can't remember the name of the pub but it was one 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 pub in lewis uh near near brighton uh it, I just remember the, the this feeling in, in my mouth to, to have this perfect real ale, 
uh, best bitter, um, you know, with this crispy, uh, crispy taste on the malt, Mary's water, crispy taste with wonderful uh, crystal malts as well. And this uh, very, um, very, you know, uh, dry finish, uh, hope forwarded dry finish, so typical. So, so I mean, it seems so British to me uh in a way and uh I, I i think i tried it you know in a rooftop on a sunny day just you know just before going back to friends by the ferry so yeah i if i have to to pick one i'd say i'd say uh sussex best and i i like a lot of you know harvey's beer mm. yeah I, I spent um an afternoon on in a harvey's pub just off the strand in london um the whole front windows opened up like an old butcher shop and um we went in to have one beer and the beer was so nice that the, the best bit yeah. was and we just spent a few hours just sort of just twirling away the day it was very busy and warm outside and it was quite cool inside there so we um we, we spent time just sat drinking that kind of stuff so i mean do you get many different beers into your into Brittany, into your area of france do, are there many other styles of beer to try Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, do you mean uh, might have uh, in general in French? In general, in general, just in general. Um, yeah, I'm, I think um, we don't really, as you said, um, have um, a proper uh, beer uh, tradition, uh, brewing tradition in, in France. So uh, we, uh, I think, all the French brewers uh, picked something. Uh, in, in Belgium, something in Germany, something in in, in England, uh, something from, from the United States as well. So uh, it's very, uh, it's quite. Uh, people are getting very, uh, uh, um, you know, they try to always to to reinvent themselves to try new things. We all we have a lot of sour beers today uh, on the market, so it's very dynamic. Excellent, excellent. So I mean the French, um, you're obviously well known for your food as well as as, as well as your your, your beverages. Um, so I mean, what would you what kind of what would you your favorite food and beer pairing then? Um, <laughs> that's funny because I, I'm not I'm not uh, some random French guy. I, I, <laughs> I like um, I like British gastronomy as well. So okay. uh, I I know that my that might sound uh, a bit odd <laughs> for an English guy, but uh, I, I, I would say porter, uh, uh, porter stout and uh, blue cheese. Okay. Uh, that's really my, my favorite. Uh, never bored of this pairing. It's uh, I think a nice balanced porter with a, with a good uh, farmers Shropshire, Tilton, or uh, the, the the Irish cheese, uh, the um, Cashel blue as well. Okay. Uh, that works well. Um, we have. Very good blue cheese, blue cheeses uh, in France as well, and uh, there are, you know, you can you can always finish uh, on a good cheese, and if you if you if you find a good beer to go with it, uh, that would that will be quite surprise surprising for French people because we are so used to to drink wine uh, with um, with a cheese, but uh, um, no, yeah, it's it's quite good, but um, like. You know, um, like I always say, it depends uh, also on the temperature of the beer and and um, the level of uh, carbonation. The uh, you need. I mean, I I prefer it. Um, you know, uh, in a cask version uh, to to eat with it, but uh, yeah. that's very personal. Personal, but yeah. yeah. And um, I tried something um, lately, which uh, worked quite well as well. 
Um, I brewed um, a, a peachy pale ale uh, for uh, for the last last Christmas, and uh, I tried it with uh, oysters, and okay. that was quite surprising because I'm not very fond of uh, oysters and beer, but the uh, iodine and and the peach yeah. uh, were you know going along very well. That's strange because normally they recommend. Um either a stout or a porter for oysters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the famous oyster stouts and things. Um, I mean, I, I've had a, I went to a tasting and it was an American brewer and it was uh, their brown ale and oysters, which I don't eat shellfish, but as I was there, I, I didn't. Um, the saltiness from the from the oyster really went quite well with a, with a porter. So to say that um, a pale or a light beer went with it, that, that's quite interesting and, and quite good as well, because with a lot of the new style of beers, I mean, we're breaking tradition and breaking stereotypical ideas so um, as I said about the Bramley Cross I used to brew a beer that was a light beer in the summertime of Bramley Cross which I was told would never work but it it worked very well and so a lot so the same with like the matching of the food it's um, a lot of it's I guess to do with um, oh yeah a, a suggesting as well which um, uh, yeah, um, yeah everybody's palate's different luckily we'll be all drinking Cronenberg eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do agree with that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I mean, talking about beer. I mean, where is your favourite beer destination? Where do you like to drink beer? Um, the UK, of course. <laughs> um, it's not to, to flatter you guys, because I think you you, you quite do it yourself uh, quite quite efficiently. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, um, I think all the the heritage uh, around beer uh, in the UK is uh, is huge and. Uh, I remember personally remember as a, as quite a young fella uh, when I first tasted uh, a real ale. Uh, I told to myself, okay, um, let's forget everything you 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 knew about beer. Uh, that's the the real deal. Um, so I also you know realized the very first uh, for the very first time the uh, the importance of uh, CO two uh, saturation and temperature. Uh, of the beer, so uh, so yeah, uh, outside the UK, and of course, I always try to 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 visit, um, you know, historical pubs, uh, nice pubs, nice place to to enjoy a, a good point. So yeah, I don't say that I never enjoy it, you know, like good fresh sparkling pale ale on a on a sunny day. Uh, I do, <laughs> but. Um, you know, if you really want to have fun, because that's all it's all, it's all about, uh, uh, and go deeply into the, the material of, of the flavors and, and everything, uh, and all of the, all of the thing. I definitely, I always want to real ale. So, uh, yeah, if you if you want a proper real ale, real ale, you go to the UK. Thanks, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I, I um, obviously, I like cask beer. Um, I find the carbonation of some of the packaged beers a little bit too much for me because obviously that does provide some mouthfeel and some flavor as well. So back to you know the food thing, if you've got a heavily carbonated beer, that's going to affect how your food tastes with it as well. So that's, you need to, if you're actually doing a food and beer match, you need to think about the, the CO2 levels in your beer and things as well. But yeah, I, I can't wait for, well, by the time this gets seen, I expect um, pubs will be a bit more open, but um, today the pubs open up. So I, I tend to go have a, a nice pint of, Cast beer. I mean, I don't really drink much at home. Um, I prefer to socialise and drink. So I'm looking forward to going to see some people I've not seen for a while and, and have a pint of cast beer and then. Yeah. Then go home. So, but I mean, I, 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 talking I, I, about beer destinations. 
Yeah, I mean, in France, it seems like there's more and more sort of festivals. I know a lot of my little village fates and, and festivals, but I mean, I've been lucky enough to go to Lyon Beer Festival a couple of times, which I think is a great festival because the brewers are there serving their beer and you can have a chat with them. And then I found a little brewery down in the seventh, uh, the Cévennes Valley um, in a place called Bessage, which is in Lagarde. There's a little about 25 brewers turn up to this and it's um, it's usually May and it's usually nice and warm, where it's not been so warm here in the UK and it's, it's quite nice. But um there's many styles of beer being brewed that you can try now so um so yeah it's uh yeah so again destination uh, can be a bit like you know it depends on the time and the place i mean you go to the best yeah. place in the world and if you're not having a good time it's not great whereas same with the beer you know if you're drinking the best beer but it's not you know enjoying yourself then it's not the best beer you've sucked so yeah yeah i i think beer drinking is all about experience and and, and it's very emotional um uh, yeah, yeah, that's a sensitive thing. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as it's so sensitive and emotional, what's your best, what's, what's your favorite pub in the UK? Um, I remember this pub in the, um, in London's East End called the One Lock Arms. Um, it's a, a traditional ale house uh, from the 19th century. Uh, and uh, I, I think I, I first visited this pub um, with a friend and uh, had a very, uh, you know, very nice, very nice time there. Uh, it's one of those pubs with a fantastic range of cascades and uh, uh, such a nice atmosphere. I remember, I remembered it was so uh, cozy and quiet at four, and absolutely packed at five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in ten minutes, it got, you know was just crazy yeah. so th- th- there's no screen uh, just noise of people chatting laughing and just you know uh talking about th- the day of work a uh, very good mix as well of blue and white color very good mix of jungian and, and, and you know elder people so yeah i uh i i, I have a good good memory of it so uh, i definitely want to go back uh, next time uh next time i'm uh, able to uh, to go to the uk yeah hopefully it's not too long away then uh, yeah, yeah so, so yeah. hopefully yeah well but, there's uh, plenty of good pubs so yeah 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 but in um in my here in Brittany, there's um there's a pub as well uh, i know it's not the uk but uh that's good uh, yeah. i have to mention it because it's a really good pub it's in uh, Rennes, the main city of Brittany. Uh, it's called uh, the westport inn okay. uh it has everything of a, an irish pub a small Irish pub, uh, everything, you know, everybody's standing at the bar, um, chatting uh, in French or in Breton, uh, because you have a lot of um, uh, students uh, of the Breton University uh, there. So it's it's nice, it's, uh, it's everything of a popular pub. So uh, maybe next time you, 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 you come in France and visit Brittany, you, you need to, uh, to stop stop by. I do. I've not actually been to Brittany before. I seem to go straight to the south, but um, I, I need a trip around Normandy and Brittany, I think, so I'll, I'll definitely be calling on you at some stage when we can travel again. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so back onto the brewing side, what's the item, what's the one item in the brewery that you couldn't live without? The speaker for music. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, this is where you and I disagree, but there you go. uh yeah i I cannot imagine brewing uh without music uh um you know everything you do uh, in the day i always find some music to to go along with so yeah no um i'm not 
you know, very, um, you know, I, I can sell uh, all the um, all, all the kegs and everything and have new ones. I'm, you know, I'm not sensitive on this. Just uh, no, my uh, my uh, work atmosphere is very important. So yeah, <laughs> a speaker for music. Yeah. yeah. Well, so when I was running the brewery, I, I yeah, I love music, but I mean, it would just annoy annoy me a lot because I would come out in the brewery and the guys working without the speaker raring, blaring loud, and they couldn't hear oh, yeah. the pump, pumps running dry, underback overflow, and they couldn't actually hear any of the noises of the brewery, which, I, from my personal experience, I think it's quite important to know what's going on sound-wise in the brewery as well. But, yeah, I guess when you're racking beer, that's pretty boring, so, so definitely. But I, I, have a, I have a very small brewery, so I, I can do both, listen to the music and listen to the, to the well, Yeah, and also you're not relying on other people to do your job, so you can keep an eye on things while there's music yeah. on, so yeah, that's, that's fair enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what's your favorite song or, or artist that, that you would play during a brew day? Um, kind of a punk, punk rock kind of guy. I love um, yeah English punk rock a lot. So I have a strong um, tendency for the Clash. Um, they're I think so um, emblematic of a period in the UK. Uh, difficult one, uh, I assume, um, uh, for for social rights. Uh, but very inspirational one for artists as well. Uh, I really like their, you know, uh, message, strong lyrics and uh, and melodies. Um, so yeah, I'd say I'd say the clash, but um, you know, I have very uh, different uh, uh, influences as my uh, father was a big uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen fan and Rolling Stones oh, wow. fan as well. So so yeah, all, all of that. But uh, honestly, when I'm working, yeah. Uh, I try to um, to uh, to discover new things as well. Uh, that's always a good chance to uh, to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, the Clash is one of my favorite bands. So, and I, you know, I was I luckily enough I saw them in the in the in, in 1981 or something. So, um, but I'm a little bit older than you. Um, and yeah, I was into into punk big time. Well, I still am. Yeah. So when I when I'm cooking, the stereo goes on and that kind of stuff goes loud. So um, yeah, my wife goes, oh, he must be cooking if if this is going on so loud. She she goes upstairs, but. Yeah, it's pretty much the same here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not not a fan of Bruce Springsteen, I have to say, but there you go. Um, uh, I, I can appreciate what he does because I, I I lived in New Jersey for a long time as a child, so everybody loved Bruce Springsteen, and that probably yeah. what, what turned me against him to some extent. So, um, and they didn't understand English punk music, so um, yeah, rightly so in those days, I guess so it was different. Yeah. Things so, but yeah, we'll have to get together, have a beer, and listen to some music. You know, when when we when we can catch up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah lots of things to to to, to chat about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, um, so if you weren't in the brewing industry, what would you be doing? Uh, I think I would uh, probably be doing something similar, um, like a, a baker, cheese maker, or something like this, uh, at a craft level, of course, uh, because you know. Uh, Starting, before starting uh, my brewery, I I worked as a social worker uh, for seven years in here in France, and uh, you know I liked it, uh, but um, uh, it didn't uh, suit me at the end because you you have too much paperwork. Uh, it's not, um, I mean, it's not that. Yeah, there was I was just a little bit fed of it, so I uh, I, I need to express myself fully uh, with ideas and two hands. So brewing is definitely uh, the good material for that. But uh, yeah, that could have been something something a bit different, but uh, 
like yeah, cooking or baking or something like this. And do you do any baking or cheese making as a hobby in your spare time, or are you no time to do things like that? No, I have no time to do that. I, I cook. Uh, yeah. I cook everything for for the family. Uh, but uh, you know, I used to, to to bake myself a lot, uh, and uh, I even tried to to do some cheese, uh, which uh, was not so great, I have to say. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I have no time to do it, uh, unfortunately. Oh, maybe one day, eh? Yeah. So, who inspires you in brewing then? Oh, um, somebody who never brewed in his life. Uh, that's my dad, uh, because. Um, uh, he was a really good cook. Uh, that was his job too, and uh, he teach me everything you need to know about about, about balance uh, in cooking, uh, how to balance uh, acidity, bitterness, uh, sugar, and so on. So yeah, that principle uh, leads me uh, to uh, uh, today. I mean, every every time I try to to create a, a new recipe, I am always looking for balance in everything. Uh, so that's a personal point of view, but for me, you know, uh, hope for what it be, uh, more for what it be, uh, must be balanced at some point. Uh, so uh, that's what my dad always told me: keep the balance, keep the balance. So uh, I've always tried to do it while cooking, and then I uh, I tried to do it uh, when I started the brewery. So um, so yeah, I, I think um, you know there's. This uh, other thing, because British style ales uh, were and still are very unusual in France. So uh, for long, we only had brands from big industrial breweries. Mm. And as uh, you know, as a, a, a beer drinker, uh, I couldn't find something that suited me. Uh, so after I, I, you know, I started to, to brew for myself, and then for the friends, and then for the neighbors. And then my wife told me, okay, man, you, you should do something <laughs> because you're spending most of your time, uh, most of your free time on it. So, so go ahead and, uh, and, uh, and start your brewery. But, uh, but yeah, I think you, if you, I mean, I, I came from, from cooking to, to brewing. I think that's quite the same thing because when you're brewing, you're kind of cooking as well. Uh, uh, so a, a good cook could, could be a, a real good brewer and uh, inverse is also true. So, so yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, I think the, the key word that you, you just kept repeating there was um, balance. You find so many beers nowadays that are, are, are I mean, they're they're okay, but you would have one beer or, or half a beer, and then you would you wouldn't go back to it because there's not really any balance. But so a nice balanced beer it's, makes it more drinkable and certainly quaffable. So, from a brewing perspective, more saleable. So, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. About, it's yeah. about selling your beer and staying in business, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose you got into brewing because you like to cook, you like to play. You've pretty much said it's what just got you into brewing. Yeah. So, um, just... uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um, I'm, I'm still cooking uh, those days. I mean, uh, yeah. I, uh, like I said before, I, uh, I, I always try to, uh, to find, find some time to, to cook. So, um, so yeah, I um, you know I I I feel uh, I feel good when I cook. I feel good when I brew. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. So like I said before, uh, cooking was um, was the, the I mean that that got me into, into brewing. Yeah, well, I, I I find half the enjoyment is letting other people um, 
taste your what you've made and, and enjoy it. You get you get more satisfaction from other people enjoying it than almost trying yourself. And certainly in the brewery, what people used to ask me because their friends would say, "Oh, you work in a brewery," thinking that you can sit and drink beer all day long, which obviously you can't because there's far too many jobs and and, and everything's got to be you know absolutely sterile and and, and spot on. Um, and people would say, you know, what's your favourite part about work, working in a brewery, which isn't one of our questions. And, and I always say it's watching somebody at the bar ordering another pint of your beer, um, because that means you've done a good job and that they they yeah. like enough to repeat order. And that, then that's probably one of the best things about working in the brewery is that people just always going back to your products because they know they're going to get a good product. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, that that's something, you know, uh, you uh, if you have nine 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 persons um, who you know just uh, saying to you that uh, your beer is, is very really good really fantastic and the tenth uh, is is not uh, has not the same opinion at the very beginning uh, that affects you that's something uh, you need to to deal with and uh, you know the more the more you um, you uh, you get experience in brewing and the more you you accept others. Uh, uh, preferences, tastes, so so yeah, yeah. But uh, it's quite yeah. You have self, you know. You uh, you try to, uh, to find some self satisfaction, of course, uh, when people taste your, your beers. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, do you manage to go to beer festivals, and do you have a favorite beer festival? Uh, I couldn't say because, uh, to be honest with you, I've never been to a beer festival, so uh, I'm not a. Yeah, I'm not a, a festival uh, festival guy. Uh, I've done music festival, but no beer festival at this time. But uh, I need, I really, really, really need to go. But as a as a tourist, uh, because yeah. I don't, I don't really want to go. Uh, um, I, I've been invited, of course, for a few uh, a few festivals, but uh, um, that's um, you know it's quite hard because I have two two young girls as well. Mm. So um, you need to spend all the weekend. Uh, so it's always hard, but uh, I need to go as a tourist. There is a, a beer festival um, 40 kilometers from here in Samalo, uh, which is quite, you know, uh, quite known uh, from, from French brewers and um, European brewers as well. So you, as you said um, previously, um, most um, French uh, beer festivals, you can meet the brewers. Yeah. So it's nice, but I really need to go. I need to go next time. <laughs> I'll do maybe it. start. Maybe start with the, the the GABF in London. Um, maybe not yeah. this summer, but next summer. Um, yeah, that's a, you can lose a few days there. I think <laughs> certainly the trade day. Certainly the trade day. Um, it's okay. It's not quite so busy and crazy, and you can go visit um, and yeah. taste some different beers. Oh, there's always the the London, the sort of the craft vessel as well. But um, yeah, okay. um, I, I I've been to Barcelona beer festival and. To be fair, that I, I had tried in the past um, uh, lambics um, like Cantillon yeah. and things like that, and I've never really, I didn't really appreciate them or understand them. And then I was at the Barcelona Beer Festival, and every beer was a six and a half percent American IPA. And I was with a German guy who worked for Vitamin Malt, and he sort of he liked the sours and the lambics, so we started sort of cleansing our palate with every couple of beers, having one of those, and actually started to really enjoy them. So. You know, I got an education out of that, so you, there's yeah. always something somewhere on the way. So, um, yeah, I, I can understand. I'm not a huge fan of beer festivals myself because the the beer can can be um, of indifferent quality, shall we say, occasionally. Um, and yeah. if you spend money on a beer and you've got to pour it away, it's not very <laughs> not well, much fun. So, 
Yeah, I mean, a, a good, a very good pub can be um, your kind of a beer festival as well. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I'm often to try different types of beers, but again, it goes back to sort of the time and place, isn't it? So, yeah. so I mean, briefly, just talked about um, some hobbies and things. What, what did you do outside of the brewery then? If you do ever get any free time with two young children? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm almost three. So, <laughs> oh right, okay, well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, I um I try to to do some sports. Uh, obviously, I I as I said, I uh, I I love music, so I uh, try to go uh, to concert. Um, but uh, yes, sports is uh, is leading leading me through to the to the through the weekend because I'm um, season ticket holder uh, at uh, the local club uh, in the French uh, Ligue 1. So so um, so yeah. Football is definitely something uh, I like, you know, since um, I'm I'm five or six. Uh, it's, uh, you know, most of the time it's something that you, you uh, your father uh, liked or something like this. So, yeah. And um, I, I like to go to the stadium a lot. It's quite the same uh, same atmosphere. I mean, you, you, when you, you've tried, tried it, it's like a good pub, you need to go back. Uh, because the, the atmosphere is, is is brilliant, and so yeah, I um I I, I remember this um one of the lot very big games uh, big games uh, two years ago. Uh, I saw it was in the UEFA Cup, uh, Stade Rennais against Arsenal, uh, and that was brilliant because I think the 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 English fans uh, um, didn't know. <laughs> How, 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 you know how much noise we, we we could do so it was really good really nice experience for me yeah how, how big is the stadium how many people fit into the stadium oh, it's uh 30 30 000 oh, it's quite big then it's it's yeah 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 it's quite yeah, yeah. yeah it's um and um you uh you have uh you know it's more or less um, english uh, architecture so right. um uh, yeah, you. We are very close to the to the pitch, uh, so people are you know very passionate here, and uh, so yeah, we you know it was we had very very hard uh, hard years, but uh, we uh, recently won the the French Cup uh, against PSG okay. after being two goal down. So something you you, you come back uh, with the, you know some great you know feelings. Yeah, I mean, here we only really hear about in French football, PSG, uh, Monaco, and maybe Lyon, people like that. But, but uh, you know, I have to look. I don't. I, 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 I'm not. Well, I, I look at football, but I'm not a huge football supporter. So, um, I, although I, I like all sport, I don't pay much attention to the leagues. But I'll have to have a look to see how uh, how Ren are doing. So, yeah. uh, you know, but a, a good pub and a, and a and a good football game, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good combination as well. Absolutely, but the problem is here that if you go to a pub, they go to the wrong pub before the game. You might get beaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That almost um, that, that happened to me once. Uh, I was in um, uh, Southampton for a game just to, yeah. with friends to to enjoy a, a Premier League game, and uh, we uh, we picked some random pub, and uh, five minutes after, all the away fans just came came in. And they were really, you know, um, I think they they've had some beers before. Absolutely, so, yeah. but it was nice. I mean, and, and that was quite funny. We got into it. Yeah, that's, that's, again, it's about enjoying, isn't it? So, uh, so uh, do you brew any um, 
sort of standard beers or do you experiment all the time with different beers? Oh, um, I, I always ex try to experiment um, different beers. I, I think um, I will always uh, keep on brewing uh, British style beers, but uh, uh, I recently uh, did um, a, a smash uh, single malt, single hop uh, beer, a more okay. with more, um, you know, a more um, American profile, of course. And uh, recently I, I brewed um, a wheat ale as well, uh, which, which was my first time I did, you know, hundreds of tryouts yeah. uh, because I found it um, uh, too sugared uh, at the beginning. And, uh, you know, the, the wheat, I don't use it that much in the other days because uh, uh, it's very sweet, but it's too sweet for me. Uh, but uh, I think I, I, I found something quite interesting with the, the, the hops uh, from the uh, we, we were talking about before the, with the, the Harlequin yeah. on a dry opening on a wet ale. Uh, that yeah, that was quite good, and I really liked this um, you know this um, this finish uh, from from the, the Harlequin uh, on on the weight. Uh, and what sort of um, what sort of aroma and flavor do you think you got from the Harlequin? Oh, I, I, I had a very fruit fruit passion uh, forwarded uh, aroma. Uh, it was it was not um, so so as intense as an American uh, hop. I mean, more in a British style, mm -hmm. a little bit of uh, of green green and um, and cedar as well. Uh, but um, yeah. You have you have this this fruity profile, uh, which is nice, and uh, but it's quite dry uh, on the mouth, so I, I, I liked it. I liked it, but I, um, you know, uh, I did a quite light uh, uh, dry opening, so because I didn't want it to be uh, to be a, a, a white IPA. So. How far did you um, ferment it out then? What was your final gravity? Uh, the former gravity was uh, one point. Uh, 1.050. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it uh, it finished it finished at uh, 12. Okay. So, so quite dry. Yeah. Yeah. So that was about four four and a half percent. Four point eight. Yeah. Yeah. Four, yeah. Four, 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 four point eight. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, well, the, the, just the, there's another question. It says Fuggles or Goldings, but you've already explained Goldings. So I should going to be Goldings, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I use Fuggles as well, of course. Uh, yes. I use it in my my porter uh, and uh, in the in the the milk stout uh, I'm brewing. Uh, but yeah, Golding, of course. Um, that's like I say, so versatile. And uh, I, I I use. Um, I mainly use uh, East Kent Golding, but uh, I think uh, there are some derivatives from it to nowadays now from Slovenia. And, uh, uh, we've got Styrian Goldings, which is Savinsky Goldings. I mean, that, the story of that is that um, in the, I think it was the 1920s, the, the traditional Slovenian varieties had disease and they had to pull it all out and they contacted the British uh, thinking they were buying a Goldings and the British just gave them a, a Fuggles. But because of the, the the climate and the environment, the the fuggles perform differently, and that's where sort of Savinsky Golding and Styrian Goldings uh, started and came from. And then they've since since bred 
because that's got some disease issues. They've since bred um, other varieties, which they're still calling Styrian Goldings. Um, then in the UK, there's something like 14 or 12 or 14 different Goldings varieties, really. Um, but they're also similar. It's very difficult to tell them apart. Um, Asian Goldings is a little bit special because of where it's grown on sandy soil down in, in sort of Canterbury. And there's only, it's, well, it had a European area of designation to it, but whether a geographical, de geographical designation, but now we're not in the EU, I guess it's still got that designation. Um, so there's only about four or five farms can grow East Kent Goldings down in near Canterbury. Um, okay. okay. So, yeah, that, that, that's the sort of the, the story around all that kind of stuff. But we grow Goldings up here and when, you know, when you can come up again, um, we'll go around a couple of hop farms and have a look at um, some hops. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and bits, so, um, yeah, I mean, because you've been here, you've been here once oh, in, okay. in, in the deepest, darkest, darkest January and rubbed some hops to try yeah. some different things. Um, yeah. But it was you know, probably not the best, uh, the best time. But yeah, it depends when you can get yeah, away I'll, with your children stuff. So. I'd like to, to, to come back on a, you know, like September for, you know, or, or October, that, that'd be nice. But um, most of the time, Jan January is the, is, is the month where you, you, you know, quiet, you can yeah. uh, try to do something else than brewing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I won't keep you much longer. Um, so what's next for your brewery and what, what do you think you're going to be doing? Um, I don't make many plans, actually. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm still a young, very young brewer, um, so I, I, it's hard for me to uh, to, uh, to, to, say, to say anything. But um, I'll try to, to to stay the same. I really want to um, to uh, to keep on brewing British styles beers and uh, to uh, to uh, to be uh, really um, uh, really honest in uh, what I'm doing. So. I uh, don't have many many plans uh, of of growing at the moment because of the, um, the 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 sanitary crisis, and so we, I mean, we don't know uh, what's going to be in the in the next years, uh, how the situation is going to evolve. So, so I I think I'm not the only one to uh, to uh, to step aside a little bit and uh, and wait for you know for, to to know uh, to know uh, what what are well. What are going to be the consequences, the real consequences, the economical consequences? So, mm -hmm. so yeah, and uh, I, I think I, I like to work, you know, by myself. So, so uh, it's, uh, it's another thing to, um, to you, to, uh, to hire uh, your first uh, employee. So, uh, uh, I still don't know to be honest. Yeah, for, for the moment, uh, I'm really good. Uh, you know, uh, I, that, that's okay for me uh, to, to be small. Um, that's okay for me to to sell my beers um, directly to, to customers. That's uh, I mean, uh, probably two uh, two beers out of three are direct, uh, you know, are are sold uh, uh, directly to customers. So um, so I like I like this. And uh, as I said, I have, I have young kids, so I mean, you you need to um, you need to, to to spend time with them. As absolutely, well, so. absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. Well, as I said, it's a very interesting chat. It's gone on far longer than I thought it would do. So um, it just, it's uh, it's difficult not to not speak to you because uh, it's so engaging. So, but um, but, but thanks for coming on and speaking to us. Um, we'll, Thank you. Uh, and we'll definitely have a beer and listen to music and, and look at some ops at some stage. Um, hopefully not too distant future. Um, you know, I guess this summer is going to be out, but maybe um, in January if, if it's good or, or next summer or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's be... Uh, uh, Optimistic. <laughs> Optimistic. But, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I really want to come back uh, as, as soon as I can.
uh, because uh, I really miss the, um, the 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 UK in general. Uh, so so yeah, um, yeah, as soon as it's safe, uh, I'll be back. Excellent, excellent. Right. Well, enjoy the rest of your afternoon and evening, and um, uh, well, I'm sure we'll be in touch uh, in the near future anyway. Various things. So um, thanks very much. Thank you, Andrew. Cheers, Kevin. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.